0: There's been a huge growth of people that are joining into a sport that we talk a lot about here on the Carolina Outdoors, the people, women, the sport, fly fishing. Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors, Bill barty your host, TJ Boggs over there pushing the buttons and making it happen. Um, this came out. Uh, Just recently, this year, over the last decade, female participation numbers grew nearly 4 million from 16 million in 2012 to almost Mm -hmm. 20 million in 2022. Females represented 36% of total anglers out there and 42% of first-time participants And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about that, as you can tell by that. Uh, And many of us think of uh, fishing and fly fishing this way, that um, nearly 60% were men. Um, But the sport continues to increase and grow. And Linda Hickel is going to join us here on the Carolina Outdoors. She's the founder and organizer of a women's fly fishing group here in the Charlotte area called Women on the Fly. Women on the Fly Carolinas. This group helps introduce ladies ladies to the sport of fly fishing without pressure, judgment, or the discomfort of feeling like they're always on a date without delay. Let's bring her on. Linda Hickel, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors.
1: Thank you, Bill. It's great to be with you again.
0: We love getting you on here to talk about fly fishing and talking about outdoor things, but really... And, of course, the introduction, you are the founder and organizer of Women on the Fly. Linda, tell us, did you get started growing up fishing?
1: Not at all, Bill, not at all. Uh, it wasn't, even in my my scope of vision, I I did have a first husband who liked to spin cast a lot, and I pretty much got bored sitting in the boat, so that Thanks. wasn't the thing for me, but You know, I was up in the North Carolina mountains, and I saw somebody next to a waterfall pull out a rod and start fishing. And I thought, whoa, to be near that waterfall and to be in that river in that beautiful area, I'd just love to do that. And so that's what sparked my interest in fly fishing, and that was when I moved to uh, uh, North Carolina in the uh, late 90s.
0: So, once you see something like that, and we go through this mm-hmm. at Jesse Brown's uh, a lot and here on the program a lot as well, is um, and we love the outdoors, we love fishing, we report on fishing, but there's always a place of uh, a point of demarcation where you're trying to explain the allure of something like fly fishing and the separation mm-hmm. points of, you know, uh, uh, motorboats and uh, running the lakes. Versus being Mm -hmm. on a babbling brook, a waterfall spilling over Mm -hmm. and and, um, trying to um, control and judge your environment enough to trick a rainbow, a brook, a brown trout (laughs) into taking your lure or fly. Um, How did you get started once you had that allure, that pull of fly fishing? And then secondly, I'm going to ask you how you explain it to newcomers into the sport. Uh,
1: Right. It's it's a tough one. you know, I actually went to a fly fishing convention and learned about the two local clubs in our area Carolina Fly Fishing Club and Rocky River Trout Unlimited. And I thought, okay, I got to meet the people there at the mm-hmm. show. So I went to their meetings and, um, you know, started participating in the clinics. Jesse Brown at that time also had a women's group and Uh, Don Yeager was part of it and Mm -hmm. taught taught us, taught a clinic and then took us up to the Davidson. And that's how I got my boots in the water. And 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 I just just loved it. Um, So that's how it all started for me. Um, As far as the women's group, I I explain it because even though I got my start from the two trout from the two local clubs, they were very they were all male dominated. Let's just face it. It was all (laughs) men walking in there lovely older men and some younger but very seasoned experienced people were there so it was like oh my gosh it's hard to identify with that but joyce shepherd and i um she was there and we knew that women would like it if we could just get them to come into a friendly face and women's are women are natural all the guys i talk with they women are just natural they they learn they listen They pick up the sport easily, and it is a tough sport sometimes. Um, And so we just started this club so that we could get the information out about what's available, starting with the programs that each of those wonderful fly fishing clubs offer. And then as we matured, we were able to start our own little events of education and fly tying and things like that. And, And our mission is just to represent and welcome all women all ages um all races all abilities um to come in and learn the sport if they're experienced join us and with the experienced folks they like help teaching whatever they like to do we just want to be a facilitator to get women involved and as you mentioned it's the fastest growing sport um, I think that's due because of vendors, uh, fly fishing equipment vendors, recognizing that women do have a place and making equipment, waders and things like that, that fit us and appeal to us. I mean, we have lots of websites now that we shop on and we get great clothes and, and great outfits and we enjoy coming to your store and, and finding women's things. So it's just, it's just grown so wonderfully. I'm, I'm so proud of the whole organization and, what's been
0: going on. We're talking to Linda Hickel. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking to Linda Hickel. She's founder and organizer of Women on mm-hmm. the Fly, the Carolina-based group uh, that helps ladies get started in the sport but also helps mm-hmm. ladies uh, stay together and be together. In the same special fishing report that I mentioned earlier from the Outdoor Industry Association, only 18% of anglers typically fished alone. That reiterated the point that um, it was a shared activity uh, during the year of 2022. That's expected to continue doing it with other people. And that's what Women on the Fly is, is helping to kickstart ladies and take ladies who have experience to bring that experience into the club to help other ladies get out there. And we're doing that, I would say, Linda, through an event that's coming up September 28th at Jesse Brown's. It's called Wine, Women, and Waiters. (laughs) And for lack of a better way to say this, it's an informational uh, on the sport of fly fishing, just kind of demystifying some of of what goes on in people's minds in uh, in what the sport is. So it's really uh, explanatory of what fly fishing is, how you get started, the activity itself. That, again, September 28th over at Jesse Brown's, about 5.30 or so. um, It's kind of cocktail party-ish, but you don't have to drink to be there. We just need uh, people to show up. It doesn't cost anything. But from there, Linda after Wine, Women, and Waiters goes on, you're going to quickly move into something that's going on um, on o- October 1st, which is a Sunday from 1 to 3, a casting clinic and a gear swap in Freedom Park. Talk to us about those two events and how they are the trajectory of from that to a mountain stream um, helping getting people out there.
1: Yeah, well, we, we're a very social organization. Uh, So Wine, Women, and Waiters is is an opportunity for us to get together down at Jesse Brown's, kind of talk about what's been going on, talk about what's coming up, and then invite anyone to come on in and uh, get to know us and how we got into the sport and what we do in the sport. Of course, uh, because we're at the Outfitter Store, we've got all the equipment we can show you and explain what it's all about. There's usually a guide that talks about fishing and how to learn and uh, it's just a very social hour. And we hope that out of that experience, uh, we've already planned an agenda for the year. And we want to review that. And hopefully, you'll want to uh, join us in some of our events. We, we don't charge for anything. We're, we have our site up on meetup.com, women on the fly. And we also have a Facebook page. So again, we're just communicating to the community of women uh, to say, hey, This is going on, and we'd just like to invite you to join in with us. So after we do Wine, Women, and Waiters um, next Thursday, then we wanted to set up a clinic so we could be out in the outdoors showing, demonstrating casting. We have two women that have been through casting instructions and can help teach other women how to cast. Um, uh, We'll be there to help answer questions again. So you kind of get a feel for it there. Um, And then we start kicking off our trips and our programs uh, for October.
0: Well, I'm going to ask this question. Our listeners, I, everyone can tell by the personality that you have, Linda, um, that you're very welcoming. The club, the officers of the club, the members of the club, very welcoming. But it is somewhat intimidating to go into a place, and people who are – who uh, are, you know, visit a Sunday school class at, at a church or maybe uh, join, they move to a new town and and go visit a civic organization and they don't know anybody or that type of a situation. Um, uh, breaking into the click as a, maybe a newcomer to the area or just someone who's curious about this sport they've seen, just like you entered the sport, they've seen a a bit of the, um, allure of it, the activity of it, the, the peacefulness of it. Um, how does the club handle that as newcomers come to a, a social like the wine, women and waiters on September 28th, I would think, and, and compliments to you and the club, um, because I'll let you answer, but my compliments are it seems like there is an icebreaker followed by the opportunity for casting, followed by an opportunity for a trip that helps mm-hmm. someone new get to know the people as well as the sport.
1: Yeah, we, we put, kind of want to put a step in place so each uh, step, each touch point, gets you a little bit more comfortable. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're a group of uh, all ages, from Blue Lagoon to Golden Pond, so <laughs> there's uh, a, a lot to identify with in terms of yes. life experience. And then there's a lot to identify with in terms of fly fishing experience. Many, most, many of our uh, women come. They know casting. They know spin casting. Right. And maybe want to see what's the intrigue, what's the interest in this sport called fly fishing. So. We want to try to answer and help uh, as many as we can with their questions and then keep it going so they have the next opportunity to learn, actually physically get their hand on a rod and physically cast a line and get, get a feeling for it, and then actually be at the river, at a stream, at a stream that's stocked uh, with um, trout and have us there so that they can put that line in the water and, with any luck at all, maybe pull out a little fish, and then we can celebrate that.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. Of course, there are plenty of points of contact besides the events as well. If you want to learn more, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, Linda mentioned this, Mm meetup.com, type in women on the Mm -hmm. fly, and up will it Mm -hmm. will pop. Uh, In-person or online meetings uh, where you Mm -hmm. can meet, members of Women on the Fly is Mm -hmm. the Carolina Fly Fishing Club, which was aforementioned, as well as Rocky River Mm -hmm. Trout Unlimited. There's always Mm -hmm. seemingly uh, the ladies from Women on the Fly that are at those meetings. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll transition a little bit, Linda, to check in on you. But um, um, what about your favorite place? If you personally have a favorite go-to place for fly fishing Mm -hmm. in the Carolinas, dare you give Mm -hmm. it up and then... Um, I will. I'll next ask you your biggest faraway fly fishing trip.
1: Oh wow! Oh, I've been so lucky. Yeah. When when you ask me that, my heart goes right to the Nantahala Gorge. Oh yeah. So uh, we participate. We we publicize all the events that both Carolina Fly Fishing Club and Rocky River Trout Unlimited are financial supporters. So they help fund the public the. Uh, meetup.com and other events so they are have been from the beginning financial supporters and great supporters and um so they through their outings i have gone up to the Nantahala gorge outside of bryson city there's a wonderful waterfalls and they are great places to fish they stock that area it's just a beautiful part of north carolina so that that that's one of my favorite favorite local spots even if I'm not catching, bait, even if I'm not catching, they call it fishing for a reason. They don't call it catching. Even if I'm not catching, I am still in the most beautiful place, just having the best time. Um, so that's my favorite North Carolina place. And my favorite trip, we organized a trip in 2021, in the fall of 2021, to go out to um, Yellowstone. And we oh, wow. fished the streams out there with a week, and there were eight of us, and some of them went on their own fishing. I went on tour fishing, Tour had a guide take me and some others, and also spent a couple days over at the national park. So that was just, that's called the fly fishing capital of the world, and that was just a bucket list kind of experience for me.
0: Well, and both of your,
1: oh, go ahead. And I was just going to say, and it was all organized, by uh, some of our members and women on the fly, they wanted to go out. They put it together. I put. I helped put the guides together that took us out. They helped with the lodging. We all just worked together to put it. Put it so that it would be an event we could all share. It was, you know, pretty affordable because we were splitting things eight ways, and we just had a great time.
0: <laughs> Linda, you also yeah. spoke about it. It reminds me to to ask you is. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, is the funding of these. You, you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, we, they're supporters of women on the fly as well, but mm-hmm. as, as more and more people uh, do it, do, do ladies uh, share the impact that you've had, or do you keep up with the number of ladies that you have helped bring in to the sport of fly fishing?
1: You know, we're not that organized, Bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just put it out there and hope that they'll come. I know that there are over 500 um, subscribers in uh, meetup.com at at that location. There's over 500. Ronnie handles the Facebook page. It's all pretty interactive. Um, We just haven't kept up. There have been lots of women that have come and gone. See, women women kind of have this agenda. You know, life kicks in and they have no time. Um, We're kind of like that menu where they can look at the menu and say, well, I don't have time for this menu right now, but I like to have time. I like to make time when I can later on in my life. So, you know, women will come and go out of this group, and that's, that's just the lives that we have. We know that. So we don't keep much track of who comes and goes, but we like to think that they're coming in and have a good experience. And if they have to leave us for a while, they'll come on back when life
0: that. Well, you've got a great uh, is a great uh, group of ladies. I have had the good fortune of of being an observer of your career with women on the fly, Linda. So that's why I asked mm-hmm. that question because it has been something to see your energy involved in that program and then the ladies that are quite accomplished that have come through that program who are now, um, I would say, great friends as well. Oh, yeah. um, and and a, f- a group of friends that is always looking for a new friend and growth in friendship in the sport of fly fishing. Last question, Linda. What happens if a guy shows up?
1: It's okay. We're okay with that. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. We, w- we, we would be fine with that. We just want to make sure that the women know that they're comfortable, get to the location where we have the event they have our cell phone numbers so they can call us they know our license plate number so they can meet us in the parking lot um, we we just take a little extra precaution just Certainly. to make sure everybody's comfortable and safe um, if someone wants to bring their husband or their friend along just let us know and they'll be welcome um, we just we we just kinda roll with the punches as they come along.
0: Fantastic. Linda Hickel, Women on the Fly Carolinas. Thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for what you're doing for ladies in our community.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. It's been a it's been a great adventure and it has given me more than I've ever given
0: them. Well, and as like we like to say over at Jesse Brown's, the adventure continues. And with cooler weather <laughs> and uh, cooler water temperatures, plus the state stocking the streams, it's going to be oh, yeah. a great fall for all of us to get out there and fly fish, especially ladies. And it starts with an informational Wine, Women, and Waiters, September 28th, starting at 530 over at Jesse Brown's. Mm-hmm. And for more information, the meetup.com as well. Just type in women on the fly. And we're going to take a quick break, come back on the other side, and wrap up this edition of the Carolina Outdoors.